Kia ora everyone. I hope you enjoy this story. Peewee and the Roo by Murray Rutledge Deep in the bush where the fern trees grow and the streams run over the rocks, Peewee, the brown kiwi bird, had come out of his burrow. He was hungry and began searching for worms and grubs. Under the full moon, casting its light over the thick bush, he scratched at the ground with his short, strong feet, sharp claws and long beak. Peewee lived here with his mates, and further down the valley, Tiny was also scratching for food. Peewee called out, Peewee! Peewee! Tiny called back, Peewee! Peewee! From the valley, the sounds of the other kiwi birds called out, Pee-wee! Pee-wee! On a branch sat the brown owl Moorpork. He called out, Moorpork! Moorpork! Ah, all was well in the bush for Pee-wee and his mates. The streams were full of water and there was plenty of food. But wait! Something was different this night. Something Peewee had not seen before. Behind the bushes, the eyes of a large furry animal were staring back at him. Peewee called out, Peewee! Peewee! What's this? Through the bush and over the hill his cry went out, Peewee! Soon all the kiwis were running to Peewee, their heads nodding as they ran and their long beaks just above the ground. Tiny and Scratch got there first. What is it, Peewee? What have you found? Look, they're in the bushes, said Peewee. They all gathered around. The eyes blinking in the bushes looked worried. Morpork the owl flew over. Oh, that's a room, he said. I've seen one before, from the land of the red dirt. What's a roo? asked Tiny. A kangaroo, I think, said Morpork. A roo, a roo, said the kiwis. They were all excited and made such a fuss and noise that the kangaroo tried to hide behind the fern. Of course it was too big to hide behind the fern, but what got the kiwis even more excited was that instead of trying to run away, it was bouncing away, like a large furry possum whose feet are too big but bouncing instead of scurrying. We're sorry, we didn't mean to startle you. Come back, why do you bounce like that? said the kiwis. I'm not a possum, I'm a... said the kangaroo. Yes, you're a roo, said Tiny all excited, and you bounce like this. He tried to jump as high as he could, but a kiwi is not very good off the ground at any time, let alone when trying to jump, and he fell flat on his face. His long beak stuck hard into the dirt. Peewee and Scratch had to pull him out by his feet. Who ever heard of an animal bouncing like that? You think I'm strange because I can bounce. But what about you? A bird who cannot fly and has whiskers? Said Roo. Who ever heard of a bird with whiskers? And the bird who can fly keeps saying more pork. Why does he do that? Because, um... That's what we do, said Tiny. Oh, yummy, 
he exclaimed as he gobbled down a fat worm he found stuck on the end of his beak. What are you doing here, Roo? I'm lost, said Roo. It's cold here. The bush is too thick. I can't bounce. I eat too much. I want to go home. And with that, a big tear slowly rolled down to the end of his nose. Poor Roo, don't be sad, said Peewee. I can help. How did you get here, Roo? I went to the hard ground and I bounced onto a flying thing. Where's the hard ground? asked Tiny as he peered down his long beak looking for more worms. It's called an airport, said Moorpork. It's where the humans land their flying things. I want to go home, said Roo. I miss my friend Matilda and I need room to jump. Another tear rolled out and ran down the side of his long nose. Oh, poor Roo, we must help you, said Peewee. What shall we do? I know, we shall form a committee. What's a committee? asked Tiny. The most exciting thing that had ever happened in the bush, all in one night, and now they were having a committee thing too. Oh, said Moorpork, it's when everyone discusses what to do. It's what Kiwis do. So the Kiwis had their committee and were getting excited as they discussed what to do. They did look funny with their beaks facing each other and their bottoms in the air, but they were getting so loud and noisy that the poor kangaroo was wanting to bounce away and hide again. More pork, more pork, said more pork loudly. Everyone be quiet. This is what we must do. The answer is obvious. We must find an airport and send Roo home the same way he came here. Well, the committee went quiet. The Kiwis were pleased that they had found the answer. These committees really work, thought Tiny. This is a very good idea. There is an airport where the humans live, said Moorpork. We shall go there and help send Roo home. It's too far for us Kiwis to walk, said Peewee. Moorpork thought about this. I know what to do. We shall hide in Murray's taxi. He always stops in town for his sausage on his way to the airport. If we hurry and leave now, we can catch him on time. So they all went as fast as they could to the edge of town near the cafe. And there they waited for Murray to buy his sausage. Moorpork flew overhead to keep watch. Tiny, Scratch, Fluff and the other Kiwis were told to stay behind. Tiny was disappointed. This was exciting and he didn't want to miss the fun. Run to the taxi now, said Moorpork. Murray is getting his sausage. Open the boot and climb in. He will take you to the airport. So Roo bounced and Peewee ran as fast as they could to the trunk of Murray's taxi and climbed in. They had to hurry to avoid anyone seeing them. Too late. Across the road at Cafe Cha-Cha, Emily Fudge was sitting drinking her morning coffee and eating a muffin. She was so astonished at what she saw that her chair tipped backwards, her table overturned, the coffee tipped all over her polka dot dress, and the muffin hit her on the head and rolled down the drain. A roo, she said. A roo! I just saw a roo catch a taxi! Morris the waiter said, A roo? A roo here? No. 
he thought. She must have hid her head in his seeing things. A roo? Who ever heard of such a thing? Similar chaos ensued at the airport when Murray pulled onto the taxi rank. Hurry to the hard ground, said Morpork. You still have time. So Roo bounced over the counter at the customs office and Pee-wee ran under the legs of the customs officers, causing them to trip over each other as they raced to the tarmac. A Roo, said the customs man. Who ever heard of such a thing? I will get my net and catch him. We have an intruder at the airport. Hurry, Roo, said Morpork as the customs man chased him with his net. But which one do I hide on? There are so many. Which one will take me home? That one there, said Morpork. The big red one with the kangaroo on its tail. Surely that will take you home. Sure enough, there was a big red aeroplane with a kangaroo on its tail. Roo bounced there to hide on it, but the customs man was catching up to him with his net. What happened next was astonishing and allowed Roo enough time to escape, hide on the aeroplane and return home. It was tiny. He had hidden in the back seat of Murray's taxi and now at the airport he had chased after Roo. When the customs man saw a kiwi, he was more excited than ever. He forgot about Roo and chased Tiny to the end of the runway and into the bush. Of course his net was too big to catch Tiny and he was soon lost. Big fat Roo looked out of the round window of the plane where he was hiding amongst the luggage. He had a big happy smile. He was going home to the land of the red dirt and Matilda. Down below on the tarmac, Pee-wee tried to bounce for joy and promptly fell over. See you later, Kiwi. Kia ora, Roo. And the owl sung, More pork.